Welcome to the Design for a Living podcast with Chelsea Coriel. On this week's episode, I'm going to be talking about how I choose my vendors. Well, right, the funnest part of being a designer, shopping, shopping, shopping for um, with other people's money. That's the best part, right? And the choices that we have today as designers is limitless. Every time I go to market, I see new companies popping up. It's great because smaller companies can now start to develop a product, um, find ways to manufacture it, and market it themselves, right? These are things that before would have been really hard and complicated to do, but now uh, it's much easier with the internet. So you're getting a lot of small mom and pop companies, and um, it really sort of opens up the world for your creativity, for your designs. I also (laughs) believe in um, working with companies that I'm not just familiar with, because I, I know their products, but companies that I've watched stand the test of time. And when I opened my store, I knew that this was my chance. This was my chance to choose just the vendors that I wanted to work with because I want to be able to sleep at night. And as an independent designer as well, the biggest nightmare would be to design this beautiful room. Someone pays a fortune for it and you put your blood, sweat, and tears into it. And then they call you a year later and say, it fell apart. (laughs) It looks like crap. It's like the... uh, you know, the the HGTV shows, but they do it in a weekend for $1,000. It's going to fall off the walls the second the the camera crews leave. So I knew when I opened the store, I wanted to, to choose vendors that I believed in because I know them, I've worked with them, I've seen their product in real life. And, you know, as a designer, we're choosing from catalogs. We're choosing from the internet. That's the way design has always been done because We're creating this unique space for someone and you need the most pieces you can, you know, most choices that you can get to to choose from to create that design. Not only that, but a lot of the pieces then are going to be customized and you can only do that by special ordering. So there's always that (laughs) terrifying, nail-biting, lose sleep over waiting time between you've sold the design you've convinced them, you've pitched not only the way it looks and the aesthetics, but you've pitched the quality, um, durability, their warranty, and the way that everything's going to work together, the longevity of it. You you have to do a lot of that salesmanship to get them to, to trust you enough, right, to buy your designs. Well, you you've got to know that your furniture is going to live up to it's part of the bargain, right? It's going to stand up and say, all right, you know, you said this sofa was going to last for 20 years. You know, let's do it. So I wanted to share with you some of my favorite vendors. This is by no means all of the vendors that we carry, but these are ones that are my tried and true go-to. And 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 as a new designer, you might not have the experience, right? So I wanted to kind of teach you of some of the vendors that that I use here for the store, why I chose them, and how you can decide for yourself. Um, what vendors you want to carry. So now, furniture, when you're selecting it for your designs as a designer, it falls into um, different basic categories. You've got upholstery, which is your sofas and your chairs, and it's usually your custom pieces. Then you have case goods. Case goods are tables, cabinets, buffets, consoles. Case goods are all of um, you know things made of wood and metal. Uh, 
Yes, there can be some upholstery on a case, but usually very, very little. It's mostly just hard materials, storage pieces, things like that. And then you have your soft goods, which are bedding, window treatments, your fabrics, your tech, your textiles. So usually you have these categories, oh, and accessories, rugs and accessories. That's its own special category. So I'm going to start with um, upholstery. That's usually the foundation for your space, right? You see the room, you come in. Usually people want to pick the pieces they're going to sit on first. That's the point, right? So uh, our upholstery line that we started with in um, at first in Maine, Norwalk. Norwalk, um, Norwalk Custom Furniture has been around for a long, long time. I think 75 years, if I'm not uh, mistaken. And I'm sure it'll tell me right in here. But the reason I chose Norwalk, when I first started designing back in 92, I worked at a store called Expressions. Expressions owned their own furniture factory. So we had complete control over the design. We could get really specific, the length, the depth, the height, you know, any fabric, the, the trim, the detailing of the piece, because the company I worked for owned the fabrication, right? Well, Norwalk was our competitor. Both companies were franchises. Both companies had chains of stores across the country. Both companies owned their own manufacturing plant. Um, Norwalk is in Norwalk, Ohio, and uh, Expressions was in Tupelo, Mississippi. Furniture, for some reason, is mostly made in the South. But they were both. I, I knew that I knew Expressions pieces inside and out because I was trained on it, and so our company, um, so that we could compete better, actually purchased a Norwalk sofa at the factory, tore it apart, reverse engineered, so we could see what was inside it, so that all of the salespeople across the country could then sell against Norwalk and say, well, ours is this, theirs is that. Ours is better because of this. Well, unfortunately, when we opened up the Norwalk sofa, it was beautiful. It was so well made. It was, you know, apples to apples completely with the expressions pieces that I so believed in. And so, cut to, you know, what, 20 years later, 30 years later, and I knew when I opened my store, your upholstery is your bedrock. The upholstery, again, that's what your room is based on. That's what people are going to feel and touch and wear out. There's certain, certain, you know, accessories aren't going to wear out, but your furniture, the upholstery is going to take a beating. It's going to be sat on, jumped on, spilled on, slept on, you know, you name it. So I knew that that had to be the core. That had to be the basic foundation. And so I didn't just, you know, pull it out of thin air. I called designers. I called people that had taken the course and that had been working in the industry and had opened their own accounts and had, um, you know, worked with vendors, different upholstery lines. And I said, not just quality wise, but who is still coming in on time? Who's still shipping when they say they're going to ship? You know, who's the easiest to work with? And hands down, they all said Norwalk. And I was so relieved because I believed in it to begin with, and then to be reassured that the company was still strong and standing. And the reason I love it, again, they make their own furniture. So you get the detailing, you get to choose your pieces. There was 450 fabrics, nail heads, leathers, you know, you name it. You get to really customize it the way you have it in your mind for your clients. Um, but it was something that there's a lifetime warranty on the frame. There's a lifetime warranty on some of the cushions, some not. Like they really believe in their product. And when expressions disappeared and Norwalk stores disappeared, mismanagement, whole other story. Um, the people that worked at the Norwalk factory had worked there for generations and generations. And so I think four families got together and purchased the factory because they believed in it. 
So I know these are made with, you know, love. <laughs> and you can see it. it. I mean, two years now at the store, and we've ordered hundreds and hundreds of pieces of furniture. Never had a problem with Norwalk. Maybe miscommunication on some pillows and a little bit of trim, but quality-wise, hands down. And as a designer, that's what you need, right? You want to be able to sleep at night and you want to know that your customers are going to call you back five years from now and say, you did such a great job. Can I get, you know, my room, my, my bedroom done, or can I get my family room done? So, um, they, I'm not a paid spokesperson, but I just believe in the product. And I wanted to share that with you. Now, Norwalk as an independent designer, you probably can't go open an account, but there are plenty of places that sell it. And there are places online, um, uh, design trade services. That's the, the online company where you have access to things, you know, find a company online that you can buy Norwalk furniture from. Um, and again, peace of mind, right? L let you be creative and believe in it. Um, that's my first, that's my biggest upholstery line. The second upholstery line that we carry, um, universal. Now universal, huh? Look at this big monster of a binder. Universal Furniture is the largest manufacturer of furniture in the world. They own multiple companies. Um, Baker is part of them. Um, I don't have the list in front of me, but but Universal is huge. Universal is unique in that it's part upholstery, part case goods. For the most part, um, it started out as case goods. So it's it's buffets and like I said, armoires and, um, and it's divided up based on style. So in here, let's see if we can get some of it on camera. Um, they'll have a modern, they'll have modern farmhouse. They have, this is their curated. Can you see that Ilya? Um, sorry, our little props here. I didn't practice with my uh, visual aids. Um, that's the curated section that's um, a little more traditional, let's see, modern. But you see that like they're beds, right? Nightstands, console tables. That's where Universal started. This was probably their, their case goods section. And then they started selling um, upholstery pieces that were made up already in their factories in, in China and Vietnam and then shipped here. But it was as is. You you pick the piece, you were going to get the pillows that came with it, you were going to get the fabric that came with it, the cushion fill, you didn't have any choice, any customization. But you knew they were still well-made, right? And this company, you, you're not in business this long for nothing. Um, they're a fantastic company. And and because of that, they work harder at logistics. You know, they've been in the business so long that they know what they're doing. So I was great with ordering case goods from here and some of their upholstery pieces. Well, over COVID, uh, and with shipping changing coming from China and things, and it was harder to get things manufactured in China and shipped here, they bought an upholstery company in North Carolina. They bought Southern Furniture. So now they're able to make custom upholstery. So we get the same quality, right, that I came to expect from Universal. And now we've got 400 fabrics and we've got a little bit of detailing, not much, but at least we get to choose the fabrics. So um, Universal has been a great vendor for us. But the case goods... Again, they're imported. You're going to get a lot of veneers. It's not, you know, hand carved by any means, but it's still a well a well made piece. 
So again, as a designer, you you need to look at your client base. You know, if you're only working with the one percent elite um, design clients, you're going to have things made from scratch. You're going to have artisan pieces. You're going to be you know working with with like Baker naps and tubs. It's their or Baker now. It's just Baker. It's um, you know their high end version. It's the Lexus to the Toyota. Universal is their Toyota. But you need to have that balance. I always say you need to have good, better, best, because you never know what a budget is going to be for a client and how you're going to f- fit everything in. You can't have everything the you know most expensive or you'll, you know, good luck finding those clients and whether you want to work with them. But so Universal is a really good go-to. It's a nice piece of furniture. It's not cheap, but it's not astronomical, no customization, but well-made. And again, you can sleep at night. We've, we haven't had any problems. Pieces came in, maybe something got damaged in shipping. But other than that, that's what you're looking for, all right? So Universal and, and Norwalk are really our only upholstery lines. And I've been able to run the store, you know, eight designers, and we've we've always found what we needed with these. So you don't have to have a lot of vendors. Designers will come and say, well, you know, I went to market and I opened with this, 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 and this. You don't need more choices. <laughs> you need to have good choices, know them well, and know how to get what you need out of them. So these are our two big upholstery lines. I am planning on opening with a, a third upholstery line. And um, if you have any suggestions, send them to me. I'm looking at Cisco. Um, there, there's some other things I can't, you can't, usually can't compete. There are some other designers in our area and I can't compete um, and sell the products that they sell. But I love, um, Miles Talbot is a great upholstery line. So if you have a Miles Talbot access, fantastic. Um what are some others? Uh, Hickory Chair is great. Century makes beautiful furniture. These are all upholstery lines. Hampton Hill, Huntington House, they're all beautiful upholstery lines. So when you're choosing who you want to use, if you can't open a big account, don't have a retail space or, or um, enough money to open, I mean, these, Norwalk cost me about 18000 to open with. Universal was 15000 not all independent designers have that kind of cash on hand and they want you to display their pieces. So, but you can find companies or stores in your area that sell them or again online. You can find all of these things online. So, you know, you have access to them. Um, but ask questions, read reviews, look around because your name, your reputation is going to be based on the quality of the furniture you sell. You can create a beautiful space off Wayfair or, you know, Overstock. But can you trust the quality? Your reputation, remember, your name's on the design. They don't know the brand names of the furniture. Um, So more case goods. Now, custom case goods get really, really pricey. And um, in the past, I've sold companies, you know, we did custom case goods. And with that, you usually could maybe choose a depth. You could could, um, change the color, the finish, whether you want antiquing or a glaze or detail painting. But the prices are pretty high. Lead times start at 12 weeks, and that was before our shipping nightmares. So when we opened the store again, because I wanted to to really service families around here, that middle, um, you know, upper income tier of families where they could afford a nice house, they could afford you know 10 to 20 thousand for a you know a big living room um, to be designed. That's that spot that I wanted my store to be. So these case good companies that I picked, they're trendy and also good quality. They are imported, so you get no customization. But these are the companies, these are these are manufacturers that you've seen before. 
because they produce or they're buying from the same factories as Restoration Hardware, as Pottery Barn, as Ballard Designs, you know, all the online catalogs. It all gets made in the same factories. There are only so many furniture factories in the world. But those companies are really great at curating the look, curating the styles. Well, these um, manufacturers or, or vendors that uh, that I've chosen to work with, again, they're really good at curating. They go to those factories, they pick the pieces or they design the pieces, have them made, and they're really good. Here we got post-its, sorry, people picking out things. Um, Dovetail is one, and it's a great showroom at Vegas and um, at High Point. Dovetail Furniture, uh, you know, imports, and I believe they're, uh, the owners, I believe are from India, if I'm correct, because they import a lot of one-of-a-kind pieces, cabinets and tables and things that are hand-painted and um, that are from India. So that's a big aspect of it. But right now, everyone wants that kind of rustic look, um, you know, again, curated, slightly vintage looking mixed with a little mid-century modern very spot on for trends. And dovetail is where we go for our dining room chairs, our dining room tables, um, console tables, coffee tables. Dovetail's fantastic. It looks beautiful and they do a great job. Again, I haven't seen anything that's coming in terrible quality. Anytime anything comes in damaged, it's usually a driver that has dropped the box. But dovetail is our better section, you know, good, better, best, right? Universal would be our best, Dovetail is our better, a little more trendy in styles, but affordable. Um, and then our good is coast to coast. Now, coast to coast, you will see this furniture everywhere. You'll recognize it. Uh, when you go, sometimes the TJ Maxx and things, you'll see coast to coast. But for a designer, for us, this is our filler. This is the vendor we go to when uh, we want something that looks nice, it doesn't have to last for 20 years, 50 years. Uh, it could be in a guest room. It could be, you know, in a, in a room that's not going to get a lot of wear and tear. Now, that's not to say that they don't have some good solid wood pieces. They do. They have a collection called the Jadu Collection, which is solid, um, solid wood and really well made. But for the most part, they know that they are a fashion furniture company. They create those trendy pieces, mirrored covered nightstands and dressers and, um, you know, tables that the sides will flip up and it's got the chippy paint, you know, um, the shabby chic look, a lot of coastal furniture with themes and seashells on it. So that's a big part of what they do. But you have to have a vendor like this in your back pocket because you are going to get to the end of a budget. You are going to get to spaces where you want to put all of your money into the quality upholstery that people are going to sit on and touch and squish. And the little console table that's going to be off to the side that you just dust, it can be something like Coast to Coast. Still a great product. It gets here on time. But you do have to buy a lot at a time. So Coast to Coast is one of those that if you're out, you're shopping online, you're shopping, you recognize the vendor. Um... Then we get into accessories. Rugs and accessories are fun. It's also very overwhelming. And that's why a lot of designers will just really cut to and go shop at TG Maxx or, you know, home goods for their accessories. Again, there are only so many manufacturers, but, but we're talking worldwide. When you go to market and you're looking on the accessory floors, there's whole floors dedicated to accessory lines. It's it's like Santa's workshop threw up. You get you know Christmas decorations, whole stores of Halloween decorations, you know lighting, vases, art to where your your 
eyes are blurring and um, it all starts to look the same. But after going to market over and over and all the years that I've worked, there are a few companies that I keep going back to that I trust, that I rely on, um, and I know they're always going to be beautiful. Uh, Fazy. And the way you remember the name is it's Crazy Fazy. <laughs> Joelle taught me that. Hi, Joelle. Um, she's our sales rep for Fazy. Fazy's a great company. They've been around, I don't even know, didn't research, but as long as I've been around, I've been selling them since 92. Um, Fazy has some really unique designs and I love their quality. It's a great balance between the quality and the fashion forward. They have a completely different division kind of within Fazy of one of a kinds and um, they have a fine collection. Those rugs are going to start retail at about 6,000 for an eight by 10. So this is the, those, that section, they're beautiful and, and we still sell a lot of them. But for the most part, the the rest of the catalog is their lifestyle collection. And that's where you're going to get, you know, everything from super trendy shag rugs in a polyester to flat woven outdoor rugs made of recycled uh, water bottles, um, you know, printed patterns. You still get some hand tufted. You get some, you know, um, you don't get any hand knotted in that lifestyle collection, but you get an eight by 10 rug that retails for about 1300 to 1500 right in that sweet spot, right? That's why I like Fazy. I always like their style. I always like their, 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 um, quality. And there's a huge selection of rugs that fit in that sweet spot for the typical living room as a designer. Um, other rug companies that I absolutely love, Jaunty. Jaunty is a very little known rug company because they don't advertise online. They don't put their name all over everything. And they will open with interior designers. You can buy just a rug from Jaunty and get great designer pricing. The nice thing with Jaunty is it's a small company, Southern California, and boy, do they jump through hoops. Uh, I had a sales rep there, Larry. He was great. Uh, and I had an install one day. It was, you know, an hour from his house, but the rug had been backordered. It just came in. He drove to their warehouse, picked up the rug, drove it to my client's house, dropped it off for me, helped it, you know, helped me lay it out and move the furniture back, went back to my own personal house and picked up some catalogs he had lent me and ended up talking to my husband. And But that's the kind of service that Jaunty gives you. I, I really love them. And they're, they're beautiful. 90% of their rugs are wool. You can get hand tufted um, and very, very affordable. They have few rugs that are in that high, fine price. So for me, Jaunty's always been a really good go-to. Um, the other one is Laloy. Laloy is a great company because they also now do art and pillows. So from one spot, you can get phenomenal, um, really unique, creative throw pillows. And they have textile art. They're, sometimes they're pieces of old rugs or um, snippets of textile and they frame beautifully. But Laloy is a great, again, affordable rug company. And these are companies you will see all over the internet, all over every furniture store you go to, you'll see Fazy, Laloy, again, Jaunty's name won't be plastered. Um, but those are, are my biggest go-tos for rugs. Now, there's other companies you'll hear of. Karistan makes a beautiful rug. Um, you know, there, there's tons of good rug companies, but these are the ones that I know that I believe in and that I go to. So for what that's worth. Um, accessories. My new favorite art 
Left Bank Art. Actually, I've liked them for a few years going to market. But Left Bank was the first one that I was familiar with where they own the art. They own, like the artists work for them. So let me give you some examples. Um, I'll have pictures. So when you see an image that you like, let's say you want to crop out just a section or have it shaped, have it three-dimensional, have um, glitter added to it, have it printed on glass, have it printed on metal. Um, they just do, you know, the, the coolest stuff. And if you want to zoom in to a piece, if you want to stretch a piece and just highlight something, you can do that with Left Bank. When you walk into their showroom, it's it's almost overwhelming because these pieces are gorgeous and they're colorful, they're bright, they're huge. And some are on plexiglass, some are on wood, some are on, again on metal. And when I started asking questions and looking at the pricing, I thought, $500 for this? And it's, you know, 60 inches tall, 40 inches wide, printed on, on you know, a metal. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's because they own it, because they own the images. So they can control all of that. I love Left Bank. It comes quickly. Again, very affordable. Um, that's my favorite art. Now, you'll get a lot of companies. You, you know, Paragon is a great art company. Um, Celadon makes great art. Uttermost, always a go-to for art. Uttermost, you'll see everywhere. Uttermost is upholstery, case goods, accessories, art. Um, but those are, those are some of my favorite vendors. Now, when you're choosing your vendors for your design business, start with where you're going to shop. Is it a local store? Is it an online, um, like design trade services where you have an account and then you get discounted pricing? Um, find out where you're going to shop. Find out what vendors they carry. Research those vendors and set up your good, better, best. Have an idea. Be aware of how they're made. What is their warranty? You know, what is the lead time? How much do you have to open an account with? You'll say, what does my opening order need to be? Sometimes it's one piece. Sometimes it's 15000 Sometimes it's 1000 or $500. With an accessory company, it's about $500 to open with. Then you need to ask, what's my minimum reorder? Anytime you order a piece for a client, a company will say, you know, you have to have an order that's at least this amount. They don't want to be just selling a candlestick. <laughs> They're big companies. So... Usually there will be a minimum reorder. Sometimes it's a, it's a minimum reorder to get a certain shipping rate. Um, we do that a lot in the store. But those are the, the questions. What's my opening order? What's my minimum reorder? And um, you know, are there pricing tiers with certain vendors like Four Hands? Four Hands is another one. Absolute go to check out Four Hands. They don't have a catalog. It's all online, but just to die for quality is fantastic. But once you got to a different tier, once I've sold 100000 in a year, which we just did, then I get the lowest pricing. And so now I can sell it for the same price as everyone else, but I'm actually making better profit. So think of it as your business, not just what's pretty, not just what's trendy. You know, if you're going to go Wayfair, you're going to go online and things you can't see, you can't touch, you don't know the, the manufacturer, be aware and be able to educate your client and say, we're going to make this room beautiful but you can't hold me to how long it's going to last, right? Those are things you need to think about. Design is a business, not as an expensive hobby, but 
be smart. Get out there and research these things and ask around, ask designers and look for references. Look, look for examples. Look for those testimonials. Do your homework so that you can sleep at night and have happy clients that spread your name all over town. I hope I gave you some helpful information. Thanks everyone. Happy designing. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Design for a Living with Chelsea Coriel. Our episodes will be dropping on Sunday, so stay tuned. We are on Google Podcasts and Spotify, so stay tuned for that and follow along. Thanks so much for being with us. Find us online at designforaliving.com. Visit us on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and House at Design for a Living. If you'd like to submit a question or request a topic, email us at chelsea at designforaliving.com. That's C-H-E-L-S-E-A at designforaliving.com.